Today is my weekly episode where I take a closer look at four stocks that I have on my watch list for potential buys. Like many of you, I put money on a market on a weekly basis and every single week I'm trying to find either new positions or old positions to kind of increase my exposure and overall increase my portfolio. So the four stocks here are the ones that have huge potential of being added onto. Two of the stocks we're going to take a closer look at are semiconductor stocks. For those that follow me know that I come from an education, master degree in electrical engineering and I have worked in the field. So semiconductor companies are usually my favorite to invest. And I do believe right now is a great time for me to kind of increase my exposure. The other company has to do with e-commerce and the other one with advertisement. So if this is your first time here, make sure to hit the thumbs up, make sure to hit the subscribe button, check out the pin comment for a lot of great links and also check out my tech channel. So let's get started. I do want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video and make sure to check out fool.com slash Jose to get the top 10 stocks to buy right now all right so let's start off with the two semiconductors the first one is gonna be taiwan semiconductor manufacturing ticker tsm for those not familiar with tsm this is a company that manufactures the chips for a lot of the kind of chip designs like amd nvidia and qualcomm even apple right so this is a very very important company tsm right now sitting at 79 dollars and 73 cents and we can see from its 52 week high the stock has definitely fallen a nice amount roughly 43 percent the company also has a nice dividend yield of roughly three percent so it's a mixture of one that i believe has huge growth potential but also a nice form of dividend play the company does show their kind of monthly revenue so investors aren't really kind of surprised of how revenue is going for example for their most recent june of 2022 revenue grew 18.5 percent year over year while some might see this growth as a bullish sentiment for the semiconductors others might see it as a bearish trend because this company has actually been growing its revenue a lot higher than 18.5 so it seems like there might be a slowdown and there are a little bit more bearish news about how semiconductors are no longer in hot supply especially as consumer spending is decreasing so it might not be the best time to invest in semiconductors i do want to say in the short term that might be true but i do believe in the long term with all these kind of emerging technologies semiconductors are very very important and so is a company like tsmc i do want to say trend force definitely recently reported how the utilization rate of some of these foundry business like tsmc have decreased these are companies that have been working almost at a hundred percent capacity but we can see for the second half of 2022 trend force believes that they might decrease to around 90 percent in certain markets and roughly 95 percent in others so again i do believe that's still huge growth and still kind of huge potential for these big players like tsmc which are positive in cash flow which are positive in earnings but they, i don't think they will be growing in the short term as fast as they were previously i do want to say if we want to learn a little bit more about the semiconductor market we should just wait a few more days as this company is reporting their earnings on july 14th of 2022 so they might give us a nice kind of outlook of how the market is seeing for the second half of this year all right so now the second company is also a semiconductor and this is qualcomm ticker qcom like i mentioned i am big in the semiconductor company but to be honest tsmc and qualcomm entered my portfolio this 
this year just because i do believe these are sitting at super attractive values we can see qualcomm right now from its 52 week highs roughly down about 28 percent and this is another one that pays a nice dividend of 2.2 percent so these are two companies like i mentioned huge growth potential but also a nice dividend play for those that might want some money on the side so like i mentioned there are a lot of fears of consumer spending decreasing and unfortunately qualcomm does make a lot of their money in forms of handset devices like mobile phones uh, at the same time they are kind of expanding more into higher tier higher margin products which usually don't take as much of a hit from consumer market but is definitely still an important role for this company another thing this is a company that's dealing with products for the 5g transformation something that we continue to see to grow the automotive market as cars are getting smarter uh, we need more chips on them we need them to be more connected qualcomm provides solutions for that even though it is a small portion and finally internet of things smart homes smart houses smart distribution centers are becoming higher are growing in market so they also provide solutions for there so again in the short term qualcomm can definitely see some pain but in the long term with all those emerging markets that i just announced i do believe qualcomm has a kind of huge potential uh, for it to grow in my portfolio qualcomm is reporting their earnings on july 27th so roughly two to three weeks from now we can learn a little bit more of what's happening with qualcomm again short term definitely can be very volatile long term i am very very bullish now the third company is one that i really really enjoy if you guys know me i really enjoy the kind of toolbox mentality where a company provides more than one solution and when it does that it becomes a very very sticky business and this is shopify ticker shop we can see from its 52 week high this stock has fallen dramatically roughly 80 percent and sitting at a market cap of 44.9 billion this is not a dividend play this is more of a fuel full-on growth play uh, and i do believe that e-commerce is still in early stages i mean we'll take a closer look at some charts and i do believe e-commerce is still small portion for example we can see e-commerce percentage of retail sales is still below 20 percent and i think that is insane and we are going to see that number continue to grow over time shopify it doesn't matter who the real e-commerce winner is shopify's provides solution one way or another for some of the e-commerce giant and more importantly for the small and medium businesses that are trying to enter this digital world of e-commerce i mean as we can see here this is a company that's focusing on numerous product innovations just between 21 2021 2022 they have increased the amount of multi-channels that are available for you to use for example instagram jd even spotify they're also increasing their kind of fulfillment and shipment um, marketing with deliver the acquisition that actually just went through shop promises they're also adding more solutions to their money and marketing platforms so again this is a full toolbox that i believe becomes a very very sticky business for companies to kind of leave out and if other competitors come sure they might kind of compete in one market market but we can see shopify competes in a lot of markets and at the moment i don't believe there is a company that can do everything shopify can do shopify is also one that is going to report earnings on july 27th so we can see a little bit more of what's happening with the consumer market but more importantly with the e-commerce growth over time again strong short-term pain with kind of consumer spending decreasing now the final company i want to take a closer look at is meta platforms formerly known as facebook remember they did change their ticker finally to meta right now sitting at 163 dollars and from its 52 week high the stock is down roughly 57 percent with a market cap of four four hundred and forty two billion dollars 
dollars. Meta Platforms is still a huge leader in the social world with Facebook, with Instagram, with WhatsApp. And even though there is strong competition, that's definitely a form of negative, strong competition, consumer spending decreasing, and companies reducing advertisement to kind of uh, save on expenses is definitely hurting Facebook in the short term of things. But we can see family monthly active people for Facebook continue to grow quarter over quarter. And if we take a closer look at Facebook monthly active users, they also continue to grow quarter over quarter. So this is a place where eyes are still at and they are focusing at becoming a stronger platform. More importantly, they mentioned it in their most recent earnings that they are focusing a lot in artificial intelligence. I'm actually posting my video here where I talk a little bit more of why this artificial intelligence push is so important for meta platforms but i do believe this is a bullish sentiment overall it's going to increase the overall retention rate the amount of time people spend on their app which overall is going to increase the amount of revenue they make per users which i do believe is super important they're also focusing in the metaverse but i do want to say even though i am bullish in this push of virtual reality in the metaverse this is something that's still very early but i do believe meta platforms is going the right direction with that so I like I mentioned all four stocks do have the potential to see more pain in the short term of things but for me as a long-term investor i accept those risks in the short term because i believe all four companies have huge potential in the long term of things and that's what i do with my weekly investments so i hope you guys enjoyed today's video take care have a good day and see you next time